Hi there. On a previous episode, I spoke about building your confidence. And I mentioned that there are three pillars to building your confidence, and they are self-care, self-belief, and self-worth. So let me expand here on what I mean by self-care. You see, there are two types of people in this world. There are the givers, and then there's also the takers. Now, givers naturally want to help and support other people, and they do this in a variety of different ways. Their internal radar is always on to see how they can help other people, whereas the takers are happy to benefit from what's available. Now, people in the service industry, whether they be accountants, solicitors, consultants, or therapists, are typically natural givers anyway. But there is a shadow side to both types of people, the givers and the takers. For the takers, the issue of fair exchange comes into play, i.e. when they take, 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 then something has to give. Whereas for the many people that find themselves to be a natural giver, i.e. we find it easy to help people in some way and we get satisfaction from doing so, there can be times in our life when our resources get depleted. And if we're not replenishing our resources, then we ourselves will suffer, either mentally, emotionally or physically. Now, think of it this way. If you were working 14 hours every single day on a building site, by the end of the week, you'd be exhausted. But when we give mentally and emotionally, we think it doesn't take any effort because it's not physical. But if you're in the service industry, when you're giving of yourself mentally and emotionally 14 hours a day, every day, you'll get depleted. That's the shadow side of being a giver. It's like using your phone all week without recharging it. So the rule for the givers is to give from the saucer, not from the cup. So what do I mean by give from the saucer, not from the cup? Well, imagine for a minute that you go to a fancy hotel for afternoon tea. Or better still, you go to your granny's house and she comes out with a tea set to give you a cup of tea. Now, typically, most grannies will come out with the china set and the china cup is sitting on top of the saucer. So I want you to have that picture in your mind whereby there's this cup sitting on top of a saucer. Now, if the tea has been poured into the cup and it continues being poured in and it starts to fill that cup, but it keeps being poured into the actual cup itself to the point whereby it now overflows into the saucer. Now you've got excess tea in the saucer to give away. So when I say to my clients, always give from the saucer, never from the cup, what I mean by that is that you've got to fill yourself up. You're, you're your cup. You've got to fill you up first before you can start to give to other clients. So it's having that mentality from the perspective of give from the saucer, not from the cup. Now, you've got to make sure your cup is always full. If we were to continually give from the cup, we would eventually run out of tea. However, if we give from the saucer, then you will have enough reserves to give to more and more people. That's why we need to remember to give from the saucer, not from the cup. And because you're always giving from the saucer, you feel more energized and you're able to give more. It's about taking care of ourselves first. And a lot of people have difficulty with this because they consider it being perhaps selfish. Now, self-care or self-love is not selfish. Now, if you're feeling some internal resistance to taking care of yourself first before other people, like for example, you may want to take care of family members or other people in your circle first before you'll actually give yourself the, the time to look after yourself. If you feel that sense of resistance coming up with yourself, or even if you feel that you perhaps maybe need permission to take time out to look after yourself or to do things for yourself first before other people, 
then per perhaps that's something that could be looked at to be resolved. You see, ultimately, it's a belief or a rule that we've all grown up with. But that rule may not always best serve us. It's about having balance, being in equilibrium. It comes back to the pendulum of life that I spoke about before on, the, on previous episodes. Now, for me, I felt I always had to be working. I always had to be doing something. And if I wasn't doing work in the traditional sense, then I wasn't being productive or I wasn't doing what I should be doing, which was to keep working. Now, this was a belief that I had grown up with, that you've got to keep working and working hard and hard and hard and keep working and keep working and get rewarded. And that's the only way you're going to have success in your life. And that's not true. It's just a belief that I grew up with just because of my upbringing and, and what was in, within my environment at the time. Now, if you continually give to others without looking after yourself, then not only will your health begin to suffer, but you will also begin to become more resentful of the fact that you're always giving to other people and you're not looking after yourself. It's another element of the shadow side of being a natural giver. You'll find yourself having an internal dialogue with yourself along the lines of, I look after everyone else, I give to so many people, but I get nothing in return or nobody looks after me when I need it. This is feedback to yourself that you need to be looking after yourself first. Consider this feedback as being a feather or a brick, like what I described on previous episodes. You can even see this rule of give from the saucer and not from the cup. When you're on a flight and the cabin crew come and they go through the safety instructions, and when it comes to the oxygen mask, what are you told to do? You're told to put the oxygen mask on yourself first before assisting anyone else. If you run out of oxygen, you're not gonna be able to help anyone else on the plane. Just as much as when you're going through life and through your business, if you're not looking after yourself first, your ability to look after others will be compromised. And another aspect of self-love, which is also tied into our self-worth, is that if we don't respect ourselves sufficiently, if we don't care about ourselves sufficiently, we will allow others to overpower us, either physically or emotionally, through their words or through their actions. Self-love, is about looking after ourselves, both by ourselves, but also by what we allow others to do to ourselves. When you take care of yourself, you look after yourself and you value yourself. So when it comes to your own life, what are the activities and the practices that you can do so that you can, you're constantly filling yourself up with emotional reserves, so that you're constantly filling your cup? Well, consider bringing in some practices or routines under three headings when it comes to self-love. The three headings are mind, body, and soul. Now, when it comes to mind, think about it from your self-talk. Look at what's the kind of conversation you typically have in your own mind about yourself. Is it positive or is it negative? Now, if it's negative, that's not you looking after yourself. So therefore, what can you do in order to change the conversation and have a much better conversation with yourself? Also think about what are the thoughts that you're allowing into your mind. Now, at the moment, while we're all going through COVID and the pandemic and all the different conflict that's going on around the world, all those thoughts are coming into our mind and they're all having an impact on ourselves, on our thinking, on how we actually perform in our day. So have a bit of a filter on the system on yourself by way of what are the thoughts that you want to allow into your mind? The next thing when it comes to your mind is when are the moments that you're allowing stillness to happen? When are the moments that you're actually allowing your mind to rest? 
And they may be from the point of view of mindfulness or meditation or even just going for a walk in nature. Look at ways of how you can actually just still the mind whereby there are no thoughts. There are just you being present in the actual moment itself. But equally, look at it from the perspective of what new knowledge or what learning can you actually bring into yourself? What is it that you can pursue in life to, to, that you want to learn in life? Do you want to gain more knowledge in? Because looking after your mind is not just about keeping it the way it is right now at the moment. It's actually about stretching your mind as well. So what are the things that you can actually do to develop your mind from that perspective? But also look at it from a creativity perspective. What are the, what are the things or the activities that you could bring into your life to, to be more creative or to do more creative things, whether it be art or drama or whatever it might be, there are elements of what you can bring in to, again, have different elements within your mind actually be developed. And perhaps maybe even taking mini breaks, just getting away and actually just looking after your mind from that perspective. But also look at it from the perspective of your energy vampires and your energy chargers. Now, I spoke about the vampires and the chargers on a previous episode, but think of it from that perspective. Are you allowing other people or other things or other influences to vampire, meaning to suck all the energy from you? Or are those activities or what are the activities or the people that you want to be surrounding yourself with that are actually charging your energy, that are helping you fill your cup up? And there are just some of the elements of what you can look at from a mind perspective. But when it comes to body, well then, look at it from a few different things. A, first of all, think about your rest, your diet and your exercise. So are you getting sufficient rest? Look at your diet and see what could be improved. Look at your exercise. How much exercise are you getting? And could more exercise be brought in or a different type of exercise? So when it comes to your body, think about it from that perspective. Think about it this way. Some people take more care about their cars than they do about themselves. Our car will tell us when it has to have maintenance work carried out on it. So whether it be, you know, every every few months, we're going to have it bring it to the garage and get periodic maintenance on it. So some people look after the cars more than they look after themselves. But think of your body as being like a car engine. What are you doing to look after your body? What are you doing to make sure that it is being maintained, that it does have that periodic maintenance in all aspects in order to have your body performing at its best? Also look at it from the perspective, are there treatments for your body that will you find will actually improve you and your performance? And you actually get something from that treatment. Now, there's a whole pleasure of all different types of treatments out there that you can avail of. But what are the treatments that best suit you? So let me give you an example. For, for me, for example, I had a neck injury. I had to get neck surgery. I had to get a number of vertebrae fused together with, with screws and bolts. But so ever so often, I go to an osteopath in order to relieve some of the neck pain that I get. That, that builds up in my body because of whatever might be tension or whichever way I'm sitting or whatever might be, tension starts to build up in my neck because of that inherent neck problem that I had. So I go to an osteopath every so often in order to actually relieve that pain. But look at it from your perspective. What are the treatments that you could bring into your life in order to look after your body? Think of your body as being like a car engine. What are the things that you can do to improve the performance of that engine? Now, also, if, if you look at it, after lockdown, we all wanted to get back to the barbers and to the hairdressers in order to feel good about ourselves. We wanted to get a, a good haircut. So think of it with that 
level of urgency that we wanted to get back to the barbers in order to get that get our hair done and our hair cut so think of it from what are the things that you could do in order to look after your body and have that sense of urgency and that sense of desire to look after yourself but equally not only just going to the barbers yes we've got to get our hair cut but we also feel good about ourselves when we're walking out of the barbers or you're walking out of the hairdressers it's that sense about yourself it's that sense of you looking after yourself that sense of care for yourself that you walk out with think of it from that perspective what can you do to bring into your life think from the perspective what will help you to feel good about your body and also what will help your body to feel good now when it comes to your soul what inspires you what are the things that move you emotionally now that could be art it could be music it could be theater it could be seen an act of kindness that something inside ourselves resonates and we feel internally an emotional response to what we're actually seeing so they're all things that actually feed our soul so what are the practices or the routines that you could bring into your life to make sure that you're actually feeding your soul it could be being present in nature going for a walk and or sitting at the beach and looking at, at the scenery it's being present in those moments where you're actually also feeding your soul so again think about it from that perspective so look at it from a mind a, mod, a body and a soul perspective you see when it comes to business we have our systems and our kpis that monitor and look after our business but we also have our away days where we strategically think about the business and what we want to achieve for the coming period but what about having an away day to think about yourself imagine what that would be like to have a full day just to strategically think about what you want to achieve for yourself for the next coming period imagine going away for just for you for a whole day just for you to think about yourself and what it is that you strategically want to have happen in your life going forward and perhaps even on that away day think about self-love from the perspective of mind body and soul but then also think about the habits or the routines that you can build into your daily or your weekly or your monthly schedules you see if you're always giving from the cup at some point you're not going to be good enough for your business or for your family or for the people that are close to you you've got to fill your cup up in order to be better for your business and to help others you have to look after yourself first you have to give from the saucer not from the cup you've got to be looking at ways and activities of how you can start to fill your cup up to the point of overflowing so therefore you're giving to others from the saucer not from the cup i'll leave you with that thought for now but before i close i want to give a shout out to someone who's obviously a natural giver and this shout out goes to lower landmark from mantle analytics because she posted a review of this podcast on linkedin and she tagged me in the post along with the podcast itself so let me read out for you what she said i absolutely love this new podcast the executive code Paul speaks from the heart and beyond in his beautiful soothing Irish accent about business, mental health, personal performance, purpose and spirituality. I have listened to all episodes and I intend to listen to them again as he touches on areas of extreme interest in building a great life and a great business. It's not all about the bottom line. Paul focuses on how we as people thrive. What makes us tick? How we can take the best of ourselves and create lasting good to leave a legacy. He speaks from experience having been involved in many business and personal transformations. No matter how big or how small of an impact, every seed we sow matters. 
Paul also speaks in visual metaphors that makes it really easy to understand and relate to some of his more supernatural ideas. Paul is also totally honest about his own journey, where he speaks openly about his previous depression and how he got to where he is now. Episode 2 is heartbreaking and uplifting at the same time. Anyone that has an interest in intuition and entrepreneurship will enjoy this series. Now, firstly, I want to really thank Laura for what she said, not only about me, but also about the podcast, because it really means a lot for what she said. But secondly, it's obvious that Laura is a natural giver. She didn't have to write a review. She didn't have to share it to her network on LinkedIn. She just did it anyway. But more than that, it's easy to write a review and say, great podcast. But to write a review with such depth and meaning takes a lot. Taking the time out to give to someone else in this way means you also give to your clients in a similar way. You see, how you do one thing is how you do everything in life. I'll leave you with that thought for now. And remember, sharing is caring. So by all means, subscribe, share, like, give feedback. And like Laura's review that I just read out, if you leave a review on LinkedIn and tag me on the post, I'll give you a shout out on one of the episodes. So until the next episode, I wish you every success.